Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. It's Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com. I am here in the studio with... Amy Ostan, SelfishMom.com. Hello. Hi, Amy. And Andrea Smith, technology guru, journalist extraordinaire. Hello. Hello. It's uh, July 4th, post-July 4th. Summertime. <laughs> it is so, <laughs> right, officially, officially summer. So because it's summer, we're going to talk about bedtime today on the podcast. Our first topic is how to get your kids to bed early, or if you should get your kids to bed early, which is easier said than done in the summer when it's light out. Yeah, but, yeah. but if you have a problem during the rest of the year, summer's the time to start it. Don't yes. try to start it in the beginning of September. No, 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 no. Start you it gotta, now. you got to rev up to it. Yeah. Um, and because you don't have to be somewhere every morning necessarily in the summer, or your kids don't have to, it's actually a good time to do it too, because yeah. if it gets messed up, you don't have to deal with it. So we're going to jump into that first, and then we're actually doing a special extended Bites of the Week, the summer gadget tech extraordinaire everything you need for summer andrew's got a massive list um (laughs) pressure so a special bites of the week we are talking about an article that was in slate on why super early bedtimes (laughs) are the only bedtimes that are right for your child and you know of course i like posted this immediately because i am the queen of go to bed um my daughters went to sleep at seven until they were i don't know 12 uh, no not 12 maybe, but like 10 <laughs> seven seriously my daughters slept so seven to seven and i'm not kidding it was like my i was a crazy person about it i we did not go out like i would have to be home for seven whatever um for a really 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 long time it crept up to seven thirty, maybe when they were eight or nine. Oh my god um then it crept up to eight maybe when they were 10, 11. You were one of those people. Honey, my daughter's 14 and they're in bed at 9. Oh nine my 9 o'clock. They don't fall asleep, but they're in bed at 9. <coughs> and Excuse me. You're, I'm so upset by this. I'm coughing. She's choked <laughs> up. I'm so I, and this is how it's always been, and my daughters will never be night owls because I have trained the hell out of them. <laughs> These poor girls cannot function the next day without sleep. But I was so happy because we went for their um, 14-year-old checkup at the doctor. And she said to my daughter, when do you go to sleep? And she's like, oh, I'm in bed at like 9 and I fall asleep by like 10. Was the doctor like liar? No, the doctor was like, that is awesome. You keep that up. That is what you need to do while they're high school. And I was like, woohoo. Okay. <laughs> so let me give you the opposite perspective. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, you're my idol. I'm not criticizing <laughs> this. We just weren't able to do it. Um my husband doesn't get home from work till like seven or seven. Oh yeah, I didn't care. So <laughs> my husband didn't see my yeah. children. So care. like for for a few years, we tried to have dinner after he came home, which was a disaster because yeah, the kids were horrible. going to bed too late. So for a couple of years, we finally said, "Look, you just can't have dinner with the kids. Like you can see them on the weekends. That's it." So there would be like a string of days where he would get home after they went to bed. And leave before they got up. Uh. And they wouldn't see him for like 72 hours straight. It was awful. Then as they got a bit older, we said, okay, this is ridiculous. You know, we're not like a family. So then we went back to trying to eat dinner together as many nights as we could. Which means that by the time we're done eating and cleaned up, it's like 8.30. And they don't want to like have dinner and go right to bed. So... We try to get my daughter to go upstairs at 9, but by the time she actually showers and settles in bed, it's like 10. And she has to get up 
at usually quarter to six. So, like, she is not getting enough sleep. Right. She yeah. is absolutely not getting enough sleep. And on a couple of afternoons a week, she'll come home and sit down on the couch and fall asleep and sleep for, like, two hours. It's Well, and it's that's terrible. what this article says is the kids who sleep so late on the weekend, it just means that they're not getting enough sleep. And you can't, and you can't actually make it up, they yeah, say. You, you can't, can't actually make up sleep. No. Okay, my, so well, my, ki- my kids were home when I left to come here. I left at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. They were both still dead asleep. Well, the way Rebecca's kids go to bed still early... My son is a night owl. I mean, and and this is totally my fault. And I read this article and all I could say is, if I could only do this over again. My Now, I worked. Okay, so there were times when I didn't get home till 7 or 8 o'clock at night and my husband worked. So I had this friend very similar to Rebecca who said to me, you've got to put him to bed at 7. And I said, are you kidding me? I, I wouldn't even see him. And then he'd be up at 3 in the morning. No, I swear to you, put him to bed at 7 and he will sleep till 7. Oh, they will sleep. My kids sleep from 6 to 6, and I'm thinking, no way. So, Matthew, we thought that he just really hated Jeopardy because every night at 7 o'clock, you know, if we would turn on Jeopardy while I'm cooking dinner or something, he would But really, he needed to go to bed. He would just cry. And this was when he was a baby, cry and cry. And I'm like... It's such a fussy hour for him. Oh, and my God. It never occurred to me that he needed to put be him to bed. <laughs> it was like, we just have to get through this, and then we can eat dinner, and then we can read to him and give him a bath. And put a- And so my poor kid was so overstimulated and overtired, Aww. and he would go to bed at 10 o'clock at night because I thought to myself, it's great, though. He'll sleep till 7 in the morning. So to this day, when he lived home a few years ago, Two o'clock in the morning, you know, I get up to use the bathroom and he's up playing video games and he's like, I just can't go to sleep this Some early. people are just That's like That's how that. my husband is. And my husband can't go to sleep. Yeah. Well, Jake seems to be bad. Like my son, he'll go upstairs every night at like 930 on the dot and just like he, I don't, he doesn't go to sleep right away, but like he gets enough sleep. Like and even when he has a day off, he'll sleep later in the morning, mm-hmm. but he won't go to bed later the night before. Like he keeps that bedtime steady. Um, and I think that's key. They say like, that's key. Yeah. yeah. It, d- it doesn't even matter when you wake up. It's going to right, bed at right, the same going time. Because what's happening Which is... Which is why what you did is brilliant, Rebecca. When you stay up late... So I'll tell you why I did it originally, because I'll go backwards. But when you stay up late and you wake up late, what you're basically doing is walking around with jet lag. Yeah. Right. All the right. time. You're essentially yeah. and messing you're up your body. changing your own time zone. You're changing your yeah. own time zone all the time. Yeah. Um, so the reason we were so crazy about it was in the very beginning, I had twins. And they had to be on a schedule. Like, I could not exist. And I was very regimented. I mean, I can show you the journals. Every three hours (laughs) they fed. You know, then they were changed. And when they took naps, I changed them into pajamas Mm -hmm. for their naps. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, I was like a crazy person. And they would take two-hour naps in the middle of the day. And they would still go to sleep at 7. But I didn't care if my husband didn't get home. Truly. I really didn't. Because... That was more important to me was that they were asleep. And right. actually, if he was going to come home around seven, I was like, no. Yeah, don't let them just, see his that'll face. Just that'll rile them. them all right. up. Right. Now, he didn't have to leave for work so early because mm. he didn't have that long of a commute and he worked in tech so he could get to work at 10. So mm-hmm. like he did them. He saw them in the morning every morning. Um, I also think they slept through the night very young because they shared a crib. Mm. So they had each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've never slept alone. <laughs> my daughters have always had each other. So they never went through a like fear period either, which is my, my sister's going through. But mm-hmm. they went through a period when they were around three where they stopped wanting to go to bed. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, when kids start having nightmares and that started to happen. But I'm going to read some of the stats about why you should put your kids to bed. Um, 
According to surveys by the National Sleep Foundation, 30% of kids under 11 and more than half of teenagers get less sleep at night than is recommended. And sleep experts suggest young kids go to bed between 6 and 8. Half of American toddlers and preschoolers and 64% of kids in first through fifth grades go to bed after 9. So it's crazy because... And it's so detrimental. And it actually said kids who go to sleep earlier fall asleep faster so mm-hmm. they get more sleep. Yep. Which is crazy. Um, and the later kids and go to, to bed. Yeah, more. so the later kids go to bed, the longer it takes them to fall asleep. And they wake up more frequently in the middle of the night. So it's they said parents set bedtime of ten PM for teens or earlier slept forty minutes more each night than those told to be in bed by midnight. Toddlers with a bedtime before nine PM slept seventy eight minutes more than those with a later bedtime. So they're not getting up earlier. And they're so much more pleasant, you know. Toddlers yeah. who need sleep are horrible. Well, not just ta- tweens, too, because um, for most of the school year, thank God this is over, but for most of, of the year, um, my daughter didn't get home on Thursdays until 9 or 9.30. Oh, that's so hard. And then she had an yeah, extra thing awful. on Friday mornings that started at 7. So she was getting practically no sleep on Thursday nights, and by Friday afternoon, she was so such a witch. Okay. I didn't even want so to be around her. that's what they her. talk about. So one of the things they talk about, too, is behavior problems with sleep. And he said, this is crazy, a study found that four nights of going to sleep an hour earlier made 8 to 12-year-olds more even-keeled, boosted their short-term memory, working memory, attention skills. So all these kids being diagnosed with ADD, with all these things, actually just might need sleep. Yeah. But, you know, it's so hard. I mean, what you did is amazing, and I bow down to you. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot easier to let your kids stay up because you're not fighting the fight. You know, you come home from work. A lot of people work. They have to yeah. make dinner. Is your, you know, is your homework done or just clean up from dinner or take two seconds to actually spend some time with your kids? It's hard to maintain a schedule that early. Well, right, I think so that like is to, why later bedtimes happen, yeah. though. I think because when you have a two-parent working household, it's, impossible. Um, it's really, really hard if one you're of, getting home at one seven. One of the tips in the article was, you know, if you are working and you have a nanny or a babysitter, have them do the bath. They have, have to, them. right. But I think that's the part that a working parent wants to come home and do. You know, when you've been working all day, you really want to spend a little bit of time with your kids. Right. And you feel like that's a but bonding But then if you're thing. arguing with them, because then if, then if bedtime becomes a two-hour fight and crying mm-hmm. and stay with me yeah. and it, then give up the bath time right. because you're not doing any favors and it even said for teens that when you had bedtimes before 10 p.m. they were 24 percent less likely to be depressed and 20 wow. percent less likely to have suicidal thoughts oh compared God. with kids with later bedtimes they also kids who slept sleep in on the weekends make more mistakes on tests which says chronic weekday sleep deprivation has long-term effects. So, okay. and my son has all this. So, can I just publicly say I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm really sorry. All right, so it's not jeopardy, right? And they say it actually they didn't talk about this, but I know it also pertains to weight because people in general yes. who don't get enough oh, sleep yeah. end up being hungrier during yeah. the day because your body's trying to like and you just rev make up bad the choices. And you make bad choices. Okay, so here's the problem because my fight was it was it was totally with dinner because. Um, Every study says that, you know, you do better in 17 different ways if your whole family eats dinner together. So I need somebody to do a study that compares how, like, did I make up any ground with all of us eating <laughs> dinner together that I lost with what's, them going to bed what's later? The ROI yeah, on exactly. That. Yeah. I need the ROI. I need to know which one was more important. Right. I think it all evens out. Even now, we don't eat dinner with my husband. We always, hmm. the three of us, eat dinner together. Yeah. But he, we eat dinner early. We just still do. We'll still eat dinner around six thirty, and he doesn't get home until seven thirty. Like hmm. we're not waiting until seven thirty right. to eat because 
honestly it just pushes everything later yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't like eating that late I, I mean, don't even like when my late. husband was commuting and coming from Washington if he didn't get in until 8 30 or 9 I'd say I'm sorry I'm no, eating with that oh I there's do there's no way I can do we, that we lived in South America long before kids for about six months and we fell into that eating dinner at 9 or 9.30 schedule so easily. Like, it just, it suited us. Right. Like eating at six somewhere is weird. Where but they don't eat heavy meals then because they eat lunch as their heavy meals. Right. So well, we like still you... ate American giant meals at 9.30 <laughs> and then went to bed. And big right. lunches. Because <laughs> when I lived in Spain, that was the same thing. In Spain, like, lunch was such a big yeah. meal and it was like two hours. It took so, so by the time you ate dinner at 9, it was, it was like tapas. It wasn't yeah. really yeah. dinner. Which is how you're supposed to eat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of alcohol. However. Well, it's fascinating. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I think... I think it's really hard for parents to do, but I do agree. I mean, you see it in kids. You see yeah. it in their behavior and their demeanor. But I also think it's hard for parents to do, but I also think parents, it seems so early to parents because mm-hmm. we all stay up too late. Right. Yeah. And I think that's actually part of the problem is you feel like, well, I don't go to bed till 10 or 11. So right. my kid going to bed to nine is like a win. Like that's right. still before I'm going to bed. It was more and important to me when they were younger, though, because... I needed them to go to bed so that I could have time without them. Oh, like yeah. when they were little, I just I needed that grown up time without kids around. My bre- like we would kick them upstairs and say, "Don't come ask us for water. Don't tell us you're scared." Like we're right. done. Our brains are shutting right, off the done. parent part, and we're done. Now that they're older, it doesn't matter so much, and I find myself going up to bed around the same time they do. Yeah, it's so mm. interesting because I do think it. They didn't talk about it. They talk about a little bit in this article, but not so much. But like, it's way better for your marriage if your kids go to bed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you're now together and you can right. watch. And you get some quiet TV. time. You Even can if get you're quiet just time. You out. have your glass of wine. You so. watch, you know, you watch Game of Thrones, which you can't watch with your child there. You know? I, I have a funny story about my sister, Una, who I, I think still listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> she and her then girlfriend, now wife, um, came and watched our kids for like two weeks when they were two and five. It was amazing. So that my husband and I could go on a 10 day cruise. Wow. It was fantastic. And when she came back, She said she didn't understand why we had been tired all the time. Like, your kids are going to bed at 7. Why don't you just go to bed? I don't understand why parents are always exhausted. Just get more sleep. Because you can't. Well, no, she said that after two weeks of doing this, she realized that that time together with her girlfriend after the kids went to bed Mm -hmm. was so important. It was more important than sleep. Right. Yeah. Right. Because then you're hanging out together. And also you yeah. have stuff to do right now. Yes. You're cleaning up the kitchen. Well, that's and like people used to say, <laughs> well, when you have a day. newborn, why don't you sleep when the baby sleeps? Well, no, that's when you shower. You know, yeah. that's when you can like put a coffee cup yeah, in the Yeah, the time dishwasher. I slept when my newborn slept, I, yeah. I almost lit our entire apartment on fire because I was boiling the <laughs> pumping oh equipment God. and sterilizing it and forgot. Oh. Totally fell asleep. Yeah. I mean, it's. I will say this too, though, and I just said this to my sister whose daughter's three and a half who's going through a horrible bedtime thing right now. Um, it just passes. Yeah. Everything's a phase. Like yeah. the worst bedtime thing. Like you're, you might end up with a night owl. My husband's still a night owl. He's doing just fine in life. Like he he cannot fall asleep before well, one. He just can't. It passes, but you can guide it. Like yeah, you can make your kids better sleepers. Yeah, you know. So you like, don't just expect it to end. There was guide a book. it towards a good ending. So the book. There's a great book by um, Mark Weisbluth, who wrote Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Child. Buy that book especially if you've got a little one and, and just do it and it also like the whole cry it out I know there was a couple articles the about that the whole verbalizing the crying it out doesn't hurt your child and like yeah. just if you can get through those it two or three nights oh, you, that can, was, you yeah. can make it it was tough buy your neighbors was a bottle so of wine yeah. um, but 
it is worth it. Like I do feel like good sleep habits are sort of a gift you can give your kids. Yeah. Um, and they will be total losers in college, and I'm okay with that too. That's yeah. <laughs> like they're not staying. My the first time my kids pull an all nighter, I got. I have no idea what's going to happen the next day because yeah. they're not going to be able to function at all. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's it. Put your kids to sleep. The article on Slate is in defense of absurdly early bedtimes. Which, can I just tell you, when I saw the headline, I thought she meant like five because I always put my <laughs> no, kids to bed. She means you. She means seven. She I was like, what's you. early about that? Um, that I will say girl. My, my only other trick is I turned all the lights out. Now, I live in an apartment, so it wasn't that hard. But after bed, they would get out of the bath at like 6.30, um, all the lights in the apartment went out. So what happened was you got tired. Like it wasn't just all the lights mm, are on in the right. rest of the house. So because the then they changes. think they, they didn't think anything else was right. going on, mm-hmm. which is how the world used to work. The right. lights went out and people went to freaking bed right. because there was no light. Um, so try that too. Turn dim or at least mm-hmm. dim all your lights in your child's path from bath to bedroom. I feel like we could do a whole separate segment sometime on tips for getting your kids to sleep well. Yes, we might have had I them going to bed later, but we had excellent sleepers. So we should do that. Yeah. We should, yeah. we should yeah. put tips up. Yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> that was a good segment. We'll be right back with our Bites of the Week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. This week we are brought to you by Weebly. You know that great idea you have, the one you've been sitting on, the one everyone agrees is amazing, but now what? Time to get your idea out to the world with your own professional quality website, blog, or online store. That's why we are sharing with you how easy it is to get started with Weebly. Weebly was created for people with the courage to start their own business and the dream to be their own boss. You don't need to be a web designer. Do not let that be your excuse for not starting the site you want to start. You don't need to know how to code. You can create a fantastic website. It's drag and drop. If you can do drag and drop, you can build and publish your site. It's that easy. We were super impressed with the wide variety of professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes to choose from. You can customize, update, change your site anytime on any device, which is perfect for summer. You don't know where you'll be, but you can access your site and change it up on your tablet or phone or your PC. Creating a fantastic website shouldn't get in the way of your dreams. Join the over 30 million people who are already dreaming big with Weebly. Get started today for free at weebly.com slash parenting. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com slash parenting. Weebly.com slash parenting. Build something cool this summer. Summer. Great summer project. Summer is the perfect time to do this. And then share it with us because we love to share those things. Okay. We are back with our Bites of the Week, our super summer extended Bites of the Week. Um. Amy, are we starting with you? I feel like I should start with Andrea because she's got like a pile of them. Sure. Well, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a small pile. Okay. okay. I've right, got a decent right. pile, but Andrea, no, go first. Go ahead. You guys can duke it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so I've got some apps that uh, kids and parents should find interesting. And they're all different ages. And some of them are Android. Some of them are Apple. Some of them are free. Some of them pay. I'll put all of the details on the website. Um but these are great. The first one is called Family Car Trip, and it's got instructions for like a hundred different games that don't need any supplies. So you're oh, sitting awesome. in the car, you just play these games. Um, this one, it's the only one I have on here for a baby, because I understand that sometimes you just want to hand your baby an iPad <laughs> or a phone and 
you We're know, not do judging. something else. <laughs> not judging. Um, it's called The Playmates. And all the baby has to do is tap on the screen to, like, pop bubbles and make colors burst. And um, there's no noise. This app oh has no noise. God. Yes. No noise. Um, <laughs> the next one is called, I, I'm sure if you watch Alan, you know this one, Heads Up. You know where you put the phone or the iPad on your forehead and then right. it, it displays um, a word or a phrase. Based and on then, the actual board game. Oh, headband. wait. I used yeah. to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, but low not tech, with a phone. Probably. Yeah. So with sticky notes. People play it on the subway all the time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like my my kids were playing it on a bus trip for school. It's like the most fun thing ever. And it's it, as long as your kid can read, right. they're old enough to play it. They um, probably have a version like of just like where you see the Disney princess or you see probably. like an image based one. Oh yeah, you know what? I'll look for that, and if they have one, I'll list that too. Um, this one is great. It costs three dollars, but it's called the Human Body, and it's great for all ages. They can explore how the different systems in the body works. It's if you have a kid who's into that kind of thing, it's fascinating. Um, hopscotch teaches kids coding, like yeah. just by having them do simple things, like you know, make this animal dance or make that cupcake walk over there. Like, and and the more they do, the more complex it gets, so that they. Can I thought you were talking about when we used to draw on the sidewalk no. numbers and play hopscotch. That's going, the low tech. How does that teach hopscotch. kids? I do think a bucket of sidewalk chalk. I think oh, I love sidewalk chalk. Definitely, but that's not what my list is <laughs> okay, about. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm totally too old for Amy's list. <laughs> This one, if your kids are driving you crazy and you need them to do stuff around the house and they want to earn some money or some TV time or however you reward your kids for for doing extra stuff around the house, Chore Monster is an app where you can organize all that. See, I know that one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, So that's a good one. And then my last two are just, um, they're not individual apps. They are two fantastic lists from Common Sense Media. The first one... Um, it, it's it mostly for younger kids, not completely, but it's apps that you should download before you board a flight. Stuff that will keep uh-huh. your kids op- occupied that doesn't need Wi-Fi or anything like that. They're all self-contained. And then the other one, this one, it's all different ages, but there's a lot of great stuff for older kids. It's apps and games for sibling rivalry and cooperation. So if your kids are fighting, these are games that they can play together. Things that will bring them wow. together to collaborate it's on like things. Like the miracle app. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it, there's there's some great games on there, and then there's also stuff that's not meant to be played together, but just teaches younger kids, especially about sharing and about collaborating and about you know being in the room with their sibling without killing them. Um, so those are two really, really common sense media has so many different lists yeah, for apps. Resource. It's amazing, but these two really stood out for summer. Cool, cool. All right, so I'm going to show you something. I have some summer ideas. I just have this this new thing. And if you're taking a road trip or you're going shop back to school shopping or summer shopping, that kind of thing, I don't know about you. I always lose my car. Oh, all, every time. Always, always. And everyone has the same Even when I just move me. it like a block away for alternate side parking, I don't yeah. remember where yeah. it is. No, I, I don't own a car. Really <laughs> <laughs> you can search for my car. Um, and also charging. You know, I, my son was home this weekend. I wanted to charge my phone. He wanted to charge his phone. Okay. Here's the solution. It's called Zeus, Z-U-S. Uh, and I'm showing Amy and Rebecca a picture right now. Oh, it is showing how many feet away my oh. car is. And if I tap it and the Wi-Fi is good, it will actually zoom in and direct me to my car. What so is this? leave the Zeus in the this car? This is literally, oh, it's, cool. it's maybe three inches long. It's a car charger with two USB ports. 
so we can both charge at the same time. The ports charge twice as fast than Ooh, normal. I so if you're that. doing a little hop, skip, and a jump to the store, you can charge up your phone quickly. And it's got built-in GPS. So I connect oh it. And it says to me, oh, you are parked. Do you want me to save this spot? And I don't actually do anything. And all of a sudden, if I want to find my, so cool. my car in the mall, in the parking lot, at a Giants game, whatever... It's there. And guess what, guys? Mm -hmm. This is $30. No way. I'm going on Amazon right now and ordering it. Like, literally, I am... Because that's going to solve two problems for me. I was going to say, I like that, actually, because we don't own a car. We always have a rental car. We can Mm -hmm. never remember what it looks like. Well, there you go. (laughs) And you need to charge phones in the car, right? By the way, if you're this type of consumer, there is a 24 karat gold limited edition. Yeah, there is. I saw it for five hundred dollars. First of all, then someone's going to break into your car to take it. Like that doesn't sound. Smart but you know, yeah, actually, New Yorker, thirty bucks. As a New Yorker, I think they were idea. giving that away actually at CE Week as a prize. This is where I the, saw the it last one? week. It's brand new. Tw- I mean, for cool. thirty, you can't even buy a good twelve volt car yeah. charger for that. So. No, my car chargers are so slow, yeah. and they don't tell me where my car is. So this, I'm buying it right now. One click, and you it's do- happening. <laughs> don't lose it because you just keep it in your car but right. it has to be plugged into your 12 oh i don't know i wonder if it, ha- it must be it must yeah, have it probably to still draw some power i love that okay. it's called the 12 i still call it the cigarette lighter i know <laughs> just ordered it okay other thing i saw last week logitech love their speakers they have the new ue roll too it's pie shaped you know it's circular comes in all kinds of colors including purple <laughs> um, and when you buy them now it comes with a little inflatable floaty so you put it in the pool you put the speaker on top of it. Yes, it's waterproof. And you just like float in the pool along with your tunes. The nice. Logitech UE. Actually, it's owned by Logitech, but it's the UE, Ultimate Ears mm-hmm. UE Roll 2. Um, what else did I find? We saw Exogear Company. They make a rechargeable power bank and a flashlight, which you always need. Maybe if you're out camping or you're mm-hmm. taking a hike. So you've got extra battery. You've got a light. And if you drop it in the lake, it's waterproof. So that's That's a really cool summer gadget. And also on another segment, I mentioned the life straw. So I'm just going to throw it in here as a summer gadget because I'm still so, I just can't get over this. And And I did a little research. You can use lake water. You can use stream water. I mean, once you get over the ick factor, yeah. it's a 22-ounce water bottle, like a Camelback, but it has a very unique filter in it, and it filters the bacteria, and here's a word I haven't I said since that. high school, protozoa, uh, out of yeah. the water, right? It's icky, but it makes it totally clean. You can't use it in seawater. It, does uh, not, it doesn't not. It does not desalinate right. salt water. That's Life a straw. major task. Yeah. Major, forget yeah. it. I mean, as a sailor for years, I know it's a major task. So that's a really cool thing, too, is if you're going to buy a water bottle, take the one that filters mm-hmm. your water in case you're out yeah. of water. Um, oh, and also my favorite thing, totally low-tech, Raiseware, R-A-E-S-W-E-A-R. They make a line of workout clothes, capris, workout pants, little cute tennis skirts. They have a 360-degree pocket that goes around the waistband oh, a built-in fanny pack only at disney world i have a disney world fanny pack that i only wear at disney world but is this is this like meant to be hidden under your clothes so, no i mean yeah well you so you wear your your capri pants and it's got an opening at the waistband and you slide your phone in there mm. and you can put it in the back so if you're running and yeah. want to listen to music you are hands free if you have a little key on a keychain or your gym key or whatever 
you stick it in this little pocket. I tried it. I did some squats and lunges, and it <laughs> didn't. I was trying to see if it would dig into right, my right. muffin top, you know, if it would Well, now pinch. you can say that's not a muffin top. It's that's just my, my phone. top <laughs> I have so, so much stuff with me. You can order them online and we'll post a link. But I have to tell you, hands-free. It's awesome, That's especially cool. if you have wireless earbuds. And then when you're done listening to music, you take the earbuds and you shove them in the 360-degree nice. pocket. That's really cool. Summer gadgets. Yeah, Neat. working out hard. All right, so I have the total low-tech ones. The first one is something I saw last week. at um, I went to this housewares event. And Casabella oh, yeah. has this thing called the guac lock. No. Oh, yeah. You're going to, first of all, it's so awesome. Should so, I get back on Amazon? Yeah, should I just order right now? now? Okay. So it has the dip thing in the center and then the, you know, the chip bowl on the, around it. Right. Like your typical thing. Except the bottom of the dip part elevates up into a <gasps> dome. So you don't get the, so you have push, to scrape to get the bottom. After you put all your dip in, you push it up and it makes a tight, complete tight seal on the top. <gasps> so no air. In one container. Oh. And then if you're... And so it, it doesn't works, turn brown. It doesn't turn brown. Any dip. You could do it with oh any dip. It doesn't, and then if you have leftover, you just push it up. No. And it seals it. Yes. It is so awesome. Amy, you so don't have to sit there for five minutes spreading the saran no. wrap on the top no. to get all the air you out. You just push the bottom up and it seals into the dome. So Amy's no buying air. it. Oh my God. Somebody yeah, cut off it? her credit card, please. <laughs> Wait, I'm not seeing it on Amazon. That's not good. Is it not up yet? Hold the, on. It's called the Guac Lock Guacamole Storage Container. That's I, awesome. I will find and it Amy, and I Casabella. Buy it. Amy was just posting I anyway. Love I love uh, Casabella everything. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to Casabella. <laughs> so there was a, some good stuff there. Amy was just talking about putting food into a smaller bowl so that you could take nice pictures of it yes yeah yes. well it's that's that's the secret the Instagram trick. That, that, mm-hmm. well it's it's the the missing instruction from every single recipe online where you take the stuff that you mixed in a larger bowl and put it in a smaller bowl to take a picture thus wasting an extra bowl it's like the, the annoying step in every recipe that i post so then my next thing, did I also see it at that event? No, I saw a different event at the event I was with Andrea, um, is the Click and Grow Garden. Oh, I almost garden. said that. I love that. So I guess it's like Arrow Garden, which Amy's used forever. Love Arrow Garden. But it looks better. <laughs> if yeah, I can does. say that. Oh. Looks really pretty. They have actually. So well, you comes, can buy a housing. It's a Watt Plastic. So you could put it in this beautiful <gasps> housings. They have different wood. They have walnut. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Arrow Gardens look very stark and techy. Yeah. These yeah. actually you can put in these beautiful wood containers. So it almost looks like a windowsill box. Ooh. Um, and then so it come, the one I got came with three basil plants, which I think for summer, like the more basil you can grow, the better. Um, but oh, yeah. you can do mini tomato. And I don't know if it's the same as Aragorn work. It's the little pods yeah. you get. So the only thing I don't like about it is that it comes with three of the same. You can. Yeah, that's my I thing. wanted I like one rosemary. oregano, one basil, one rosemary. I wonder exactly. if you can use the pods from Aerogarden. I don't know. Well, you can order more pods online and they come in nine at a time. So you can get these mixed packs like they have the pizza pack mm-hmm. that's like oregano, basil, thyme, whatever. Um, so I'm going to do that online. I want I wanted a little tomato one. But it is so awesome in a dark New York apartment <laughs> to be able to grow fresh herbs. Like, how I much light think, does it take? I mean, how it, much does it? 
does it use to light that light? I Does don't it stay know. On? I, it stays on 16 hours a day. Okay. 16 on, 8 off. And um, so it's from the time you plug it in. So they say plug it in first thing in the mornings so that you're doing light all day. What kind of light is it? Because I know the newer air gardens use LEDs. They're which LEDs. Uses a lot less power. Yeah, they're LEDs. Nice. And they don't yeah. give off as much heat. Yes. Yeah, my four air gardens don't have LED lights. Oh, no, no. It's LED and it gives off no heat. I actually had my hand underneath That's it the other nice. day. And it gives off, I know, because my husband's like, you know, you plug a few of those in, everyone's going to think you're growing marijuana. Like, you can't have a ton of light. <laughs> We do that. I know he's like, is there a marijuana pot? I'm like, probably soon. In the next <laughs> Maybe in Colorado. Yeah, really. Um, so I love that, and I think for your kids, if you don't have a garden or you just feel like this is kind of foolproof. So if you want a non disappointing garden, this yeah. is a great, also again, a great summer project. And then you get lots of basil and you can make pesto. Um, those are my two big things. My other thing is my favorite hostess gift because I think people are going to people's houses a lot. Um, and I have two things. One is if you're an amazing baker like Amy, my favorite thing is to buy someone a beautiful platter and bring your baked goods on that platter oh, and they keep the platter. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you don't do that? I did that <laughs> once with potato salad. I brought a beautiful like um, a bowl, a hammered, what's the word? Hammered copper bowl yeah. with potato salad yeah. in it. That's yeah, nice. I, I think always them. bring that the vessel nice. you're going to yeah. leave with the person yeah. instead of being like, I need my ball I back. Need, yeah. Oh, like, no, you can't bring in anything that you want back. You can no. bring in something that. disposable or well, something nice that they but I once took my basket back. <gasps> I felt so bad. Oh, no. That's just, no. Yeah, it's nasty. Bad. And disposable, I don't like because I need to rely on. It's like when people bring you f- cut flowers without a vase. I just think like now it's my responsibility to stupid right. plate this stuff. Not nice. Don't do that. Um, but my favorite thing this year is the Built NY insulated double wine tote. Oh, I have one of those. I love so it. So you could bring a bottle of red, a bottle of white, yep. or it's the summer, a bottle of rosé, yep. bottle of white, um, and it's insulated. And so if you've already chilled That's it, you arrive at the That's a great hostess gift. Yes. And, it, yeah. and what I love about it, it stores completely flat. Yep. So you're not taking from someone's house. But then they have it. That's right. it. They and so if you live in a too. town like mine, which is all BYO restaurants, yes. that's what we take to go to, out to dinners. We always get yeah. our double wine bag, one white, one red, beach, and we go. Yeah, yeah, if you're at the beach, barbecue, whatever it is, they can now tote their wine in style. That's awesome. Um, I love it. So that's my other thing. Good that's ideas. My, I'm need, all about food. I need you guys <laughs> to help because I'm on Casabella.com buying the, the guac <laughs> thing, and I don't know if I want the tray. You can buy it without the tray, and the oh, tray's kind of wow. ugly. Amy it's, needs the an The tray is definitely plastic, yeah. so I will say that. I think I would just use it to store it, but then when I was actually serving it, scoop it out into something nicer. But I, So I think I'm not going to buy the tray. Um, but I'm, I'm You're gonna ordering buy the guac, the guac yeah, yeah the I'm guac ordering guac. that right now okay. that's 1999. we want guac next week <laughs> <laughs> guac 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 okay yeah I actually have a, oh maybe we'll do post that too the best guacamole recipe from Rosa Mexicana oh, the restaurant I in love New York theirs. it's a phenomenal I'll have guacamole to look recipe. See what they do differently because my guacamole recipe is pretty. Uh, all right, we'll we put them both up. We'll, we'll, we'll have a, a, we'll a guac off. off. We're totally gonna have a guac off next week. All right. So thanks, Amy. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, everyone, thanks, guys. for listening. You can find links to everything we talked about today on parentingbites.com and on facebook.com/slash parentingbites. This is a lot of links, people. This yeah. is a great resource show. And then tell I'll be us spending my my holiday <laughs> writing them out for you. Yeah, everyone put Amy to work. <laughs> um, and you can find us on Twitter at hashtag parentingbites. Of course, on iTunes, it's just search for Parenting Bites. Rate, review, subscribe, and on Play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Till next week, have a happy have official a good summer. One. Bye.